0: Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst.
1: Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because actually today is a special episode as it marks the one-year anniversary for Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I want to thank all of you for making this show a success, and I truly hope that I've provided some uh, valuable information to you over the year and you've been able to incorporate some of that into your marketing efforts. So over the past few months, we've taken a deep dive into several areas of marketing. We've looked at blogging, we've looked at uh, email marketing, search engine optimization, uh, video marketing, and, and a lot more. But today I thought that we would zoom out a bit and take a look at the big picture of social media marketing and how even in the midst of all the changes that we've been seeing lately on social media you can put together a sound strategy in less than 10 easy steps. So let's start off with some interesting statistics about social media. Um, Facebook still reigns as the most popular social media network with about 79% of internet users in the US logging into the site. And about 60% of US internet users uh, selected Facebook to watch videos online uh, last December, so December 2017. And about a fourth of all social media influencers I believe Instagram is the top avenue for influencer marketing strategies, which was something that we talked about last week. And then I thought that this was really interesting that in 2012 – the average internet user had three social media accounts, and today the average is closer to seven accounts. So that just tells you how how uh, important social media has become to, this, or to our society, and I hope that shows how important it is for your business. And uh, social media and messaging accounts account for roughly uh, one in every three minutes of users' Um, time spent on the internet, which is also really interesting. And about f- 69% of people are accessing uh, social media on their smartphones. So we've come a long way, baby, over the last 10 years or so with um, social media, and it's really become uh, very important for your business. Um, so what, what this all means is that social media is really a big part of our lives, and if you're trying to find new customers or a new audience, you really can't ignore social media anymore. And uh, I remember uh, when I first started uh, looking at internet marketing, the saying used to go that if you didn't have a website, you don't exist. Well, now it's it's kind of changed so that if you don't interact on social media, you don't exist. But the hard part is that uh, because everyone is on social media and you're competing with all those other voices, how do you stand out and be heard? And most of the time, All it takes is some serious planning and a lot of patience. So let's get started and look at how we can master social media in 10 easy steps. And I want to remind you, first off, that social media, and when we're talking about social media, we're really talking about all the content that you can produce. So whether it's a video, or it's a blog post, or it's a survey that you put up on, on um, one of your social sites, or a press release, all those pictures that you take, uh, a webinar that you uh, attend, or even uh, music, that's all content, and that's really the social, the, the media portion of social media. And then the other portion is the social, which is all about the conversation. So what we're really trying to do when we talk about social media marketing is take all that content that you've produced and marry it with that conversation and, and get people to uh, consume your, your content but also to start that conversation so that you can get to know them and they can get to know, like, and trust you. And ultimately the goal of all of this is to get uh, people to go to your website so that you get traffic to your website and uh, they start consuming all of that content that's on your website but in the end what you're trying to do is create raving fans and what i mean by that is there there there's really a difference between uh website marketing and social media marketing and uh, and the way that I like to describe that is that website marketing is really about uh, promoting yourself. So it's it's you on the internet jumping up and down and saying, "Hey, look at me! Aren't I great? Here are all my customer testimonials. Here here's all the great stuff that we do." Um, whereas social media is actually getting others, not necessarily on your website, to tell their tribes and their colleagues and their followings, what a great company you are and and why they should actually follow you or buy from you. So it's really uh, taking everything off your website um, to get the traffic and then pushing that traffic back onto your website. So uh, that's really what we're trying to do with social media marketing. And there's a couple of different things that you can do to do that. And what we're going to look at today are those 10 simple steps that will help you uh, succeed at social media marketing. And, one of the, and the first step is one that's near and dear to my heart. And, and the reason is because one of the biggest frustrations that I see with a lot of small businesses that I talk to is that when it comes to social media, uh, they just don't understand why they're, they're, they have such a small following or that people aren't interacting with them online. And while there are a lot of other factors that go into building that audience, A lot of times that missing link is understanding who your customer is and who your audience is. And as a small business owner, what happens is we tend to want to be very inclusive as to who our customer is. And I really get this because that's how I started out. Um, But the thing is, um, you're not doing your customers or you uh, any favor by including everybody and anybody. Um, There's a saying that goes, uh, if you're asking for anybody and everybody, you're going to get no one and nobody. Um, But the... Really, the fact is that when you appeal to that audience, you really can't get specific about the topic that you're you're discussing. So in other words, you tend to talk in general terms uh, and that no one really relates to. And in the long run, what happens is you just start blending into the background. So uh, for example, if you're a financial planner, and, and believe me, this has actually been a uh, A couple of uh, potential clients response to me when I've asked them who their customer is Um, they describe their audience as everyone who breathes and what that really means if you're a financial planner is that you're talking in such general terms about retirement accounts and 401ks and life insurance and other financial products that um, nobody really can relate to it. Um, And and you're just talking about the general benefits as to why they need this stuff. But uh, what happens is, if you think about it, a 25-year-old starting out on their career has a lot of different uh, wants and needs when it comes to financial planning than a 65-year-old who's getting ready to retire. And you really can't talk to both of them in the same manner. So uh, if you're lumping everybody together, as in everybody who breathes, you really can't talk to those diverse audiences. And that's really um, the mistake that a lot of people are making on social media is that they're trying to talk to that overall audience and getting nowhere. So step one in our program is really to get to know your customer. And uh, that starts with understanding um, their general uh, demographics, which means how old are they? What's their income? Um, Are they married or single? Are they divorced? Do they have kids? Um, and then other things that you want to look at are: is are, are your products and services gender specific? And, and that may sound kind of odd, but uh, if you're selling something like skincare products, there's really a huge difference between what's important to a woman as opposed to a man. So you really need to narrow in your audience and understand, um, the age range that they're in. Um, so, so what I usually recommend is that you, you stick with maybe a 20 year age range because that's usually where the breaking points are. Um, and, and the other thing that you really need to understand about them is what their likes and dislikes are and where they like to hang out online and uh, also what their interests are. So, so the point is that you want to understand everything that's uh, pertinent to getting to know your customer and um, you want to know them as well as you know your best friend. So by doing so, what you're doing is you're going to create content for all of your social media marketing efforts, and it'll be a lot easier because you know exactly what their uh, needs are, and you're you're just able to picture that person in your mind, so that every time you write something, you're like, okay, I can see uh, Jane nodding her head and uh, and getting it, and and really wanting this information. And some of you may be saying. Um, I have a couple of different audiences, and that's okay. You just need to make sure that you have your um, ideal customer avatar, as we like to call them, set up for each one so that you know every time that you write something for that particular person, it's only for that particular audience. And another concern that I usually get is um, people are worried about boxing themselves in because they've narrowed their audience too much. But the fact is that if you can get very specific on your content, others will actually listen and be able to associate what you're talking about with others who may or may not have the same challenges um, or or problems, but are similar enough that they can actually make that leap and say, okay, these products and services would actually relate to me or to somebody I know. And that's really what you want to do is you want to get to that point where Um, People are associating what you are saying with others around them so that they can start spreading the word as well. And once you are able to do that and and really get all of that on paper, um, you'll be able to create all of your content in in a very simple and easy approach. So once you have your customer, uh, your ideal customer. Uh, Taking care of, and you really know who that customer is. The next step um, to under is to understand what they're searching for on the internet and how they're going to go about doing that search. And this is really one of the biggest components of successful successful social media and um, it's not just understanding who your customer is but where they're going to find their solutions and it means that you're going to have to understand exactly what they're typing into those search engines to find your products and services so the next step that we're going to look at is what's called uh, keyword research and it's time for our first break so when we come back we'll dive into step number two which is keyword research so stay tuned
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com. To find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts, that's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank.
1: Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we started looking at the 10 easy steps to master social media marketing. And we started looking at how to identify who your ideal customer is. And uh, the next step is to look at how they're searching online to find your products and services. And from a marketing perspective, the idea behind this and behind your keyword research is to find those keywords and phrases that best describe what you have to offer and are the words and phrases that your target audience is using to find you. Um, And they can uh, be used to describe your products and services um, in a broad range of terms. So, so the terms can be very broad to very specific. And what I mean by that is somebody could be looking for say, um, I don't know, say uh, they're looking in terms of marketing in general um, once they start doing their research. And then after that, they may get narrower and narrower and narrow it down to um, social media marketing and even narrow it down further to Facebook marketing. So the trick that you have to uh, successfully conquer is to find that balance that will ensure that you'll be found in both cases, whether it's a broad search or one of those more specific searches. And what you wanna do is you wanna remember that you wanna be found in, in what are called uh, non-branded queries as well as branded queries. And what I mean by non-branded queries is that um, when your uh, customer or whoever's doing the search is just starting out on their search and they're looking in in broad terms. so. They haven't really uh, identified their problem or or solidified what solution they're looking for yet. So they're just looking on very broad terms. And as they get closer and closer to a decision to to buy, um, they're going to narrow their search down to um, more specific terms that they're looking for and then even to... Uh, specific companies that they're comparing before they make that decision to buy. And what happens is when I'm working with clients and we're just starting to look at keywords, they usually mention that they're already on page one for of Google for their company name, um, but really don't get fooled or placated by thinking that this is search engine optimization. Because if your company name is unique, then of course you're gonna wind up on page one. But unless you're like Coca-Cola or Ford or Nike, um, most people are not already searching for your company um, name because they don't really know who you are. So you really need to start looking at those uh, those general terms that they're using to describe your products and services. Uh, and what I normally recommend is that you have um, two or three keywords or keyword phrases in your back pocket that you know that your, your customers are searching on. And you can make those two or three for the broad terms and then two or three for the more specific terms. And ultimately, you're, what you're going to do is you're going to want to choose uh, keywords that have meaning for your customer that have a high volume of searches per month, but low competition, which means that there aren't a whole lot of pages out there that the search engines are finding those keywords and and terms and phrases on. And and that's really where you're going to find your sweet spot. And uh, and the reason why you wanna do that is every time that you post something on social media or put something on your website, you're going to make those keywords and phrases an integral part of everything. And so a good place to start your keyword research is really on Google AdWords. And you can do that very simply, um, and it's free. It may ask you for a credit card to start with, but Um, it's not going to charge your credit card because you're not actually setting up Google AdWords. You're just using their keyword tool. Uh, And if you want more information on that, we did a whole series on SEO optimization. Um, So go back and listen to those because there's a lot of information there on um, keyword research and how to figure that out. And then once you have that list of terms that you know you're going to use, it's time to start building your website or your blog or both. Either way, um, I, I tend to use those terms interchangeably. Uh, and if you recall, I mentioned earlier that uh, it used to be that if you didn't have a website, you don't exist, and it's changed to needing to interact on social media. And in some cases, you know, I have some clients who have actually not had a website, and they've really said, well, um, I'm selling everything on social media. Isn't that enough? And really, it's not. Um, You still need to have a website. And the reason is you want to have a place where you actually own all of your content. And on social media, and I think you can probably relate to this, you actually don't own everything you post. Um, Your ability to post is actually at the whim of the social network itself. And you've seen this over the years and how it's changed, um, particularly with uh, some of the social networks, especially like Facebook, where the changes in terms and conditions and the algorithms have drastically changed how you actually interact with your audience. Um, you've, If you've been on Facebook a lot for your um, business, you've seen the organic posting go down and the fact that you have to actually pay to play and advertise on, on Facebook and some of the other social networks has actually increased in order for you to get to your audience. Those are the types of things that I'm talking about when I say you don't actually own what you're doing on those social networks. And, uh, and and so your website is where, um, what, what you post is, actually all yours. And it's really the place that you wanna send people out for more information about you and and most importantly, where they're gonna buy your products and services. And I think that the best way to, to describe this Uh, And what we're building is to think of a bicycle wheel. All the spokes lead to the center of the wheel and help support the wheel itself. And that hub is really your website or your blog. And all those spokes are the different facets of your social media marketing strategy. And without that hub, the wheel won't function properly. So while you can really manage without a website, your your social media marketing strategy may have problems. Um, particularly if you're really relying on those social sites alone, um, since they can change over time. And, and we've seen that so much lately with a lot of the um, privacy issues that are going on and some of the algorithm changes. So now that we've established that uh, your blog is really important, there are a couple of other things to keep in mind as you set it up. One of the things that you really wanna make sure is that uh, you're setting up a self-hosted blog And again, that goes back to the idea that you want to own your blog or your website. I highly recommend that you use WordPress.org as it's one of the more robust platforms out there. And it is fairly easy to use and there are a lot of different templates out there that you can uh, customize to your particular business and your style. Um, Just just remember it's WordPress.org that you want to use and not WordPress.com because again, WordPress.com, they own all of your content and can take it down at any time. Whereas on wordpress.org, you own all of your content. You're in charge of uh, managing it and making sure that it's up and running and all that sort of stuff. So just make sure that you're using wordpress.org. And really, this is your showcase. So you wanna make sure that your blog or your website is easy to navigate and it allows your visitors to find everything easily and without a whole lot of thought. And if you're not setting up an e-commerce site with a lot of products, I would highly suggest that you keep the number of pages that you have on your website to about five or so. Um, You really don't need a whole lot more than your home page, your About Us page, a product and service page, a Contact Us page, and of course your blog page, which is where all of your um, content is going to go. And when you're when you go to create that content for your blog, and again for all of your social media, you want to make sure that you're utilizing all those keywords that we found in step two, um, so that they that your audience can find you when they go searching for you through Google or Yahoo or or Bing or any of the other. Um, search engines. And so the idea is that when you're putting together each and every one of your pages, you wanna make sure that you have about 10 to 30% of your total word count on each page be your keyword phrases. So just make sure that you're careful about how you use them. You also wanna make sure that uh, you use those keyword phrases uh, in your uh, picture, Uh, descriptions and and throughout the entire content so that uh, the search engines know exactly what your page is about. And if you've set up your your blog or your website on WordPress, there's two plugins that I recommend that you use to make sure that you you optimize correctly. And those are um, the Yoast SEO plugin or the All-in-One SEO plugin. Um, Both will help you walk through the process and evaluate each page as as you create it as to whether or not it's optimized And, and they'll both give you suggestions on how to better optimize your pages. So now that you have your blog set up, it's time to start thinking about how you're going to communicate with your audience. And we'll get into actually posting to social media in a bit, but now we need to set up a system where you can build a contact list so that you can start sending your audience information on a regular basis. And just as we discussed with your blog, your email list is something that you actually own. It's your way of communicating with them about information that's important to your customers, um, including new blog posts, any special deals you may have, and really anything that will keep you top of mind so that when they are actually ready to buy, they will think of you first. So there's a, couple of, uh, there's a couple of different email options out there that you can use, and it all depends on your specific needs. Um, if you're just starting out and don't have much of a budget um, and you really want to get into email marketing, I suggest using a platform like MailChimp. Um, MailChimp, you can have up to 2,500 um uh, subscribers. I, I believe it's still 2,500 subscribers and it's still free. It has a little bit of, um, there are some limitations to it, but it'll get you started. Um, and there are others that I I know you've heard of like Constant Contact or Eye Contact, Infusionsoft, um, and there's a whole bunch more, but you just really need to do your due diligence as you investigate each package and describe what will work best for you. A lot of them have uh, different bells and whistles that you may or may not need. So you just want to make sure that you're, you're taking a look at them and just identifying which one will work best for you in your budget. And with that, we are ready for our next break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about how to set up your email system correctly. So stay tuned.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in managing to make a difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples, helping you manage Across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to make a difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to. Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank.
1: So before the break, we talked about building out your blog or website and we just started our conversation on how to put together your email marketing system. So let's continue that discussion. And we were looking at the various different ways, uh, different systems that you could use, whether it's MailChimp or Constant Contact or Contact or some of the other uh, market, email marketing platforms that are out there. So once you've decided what your email marketing platform is going to be, There's uh, three critical components that you need to keep in mind as you build out your email marketing system, and those are um, your customer journey, the content that you're going to put out there for your email marketing campaigns, and your contacts. So for the customer journey, and this goes back to step one where we talked about uh, understanding who your customer is. It's really making sure that you understand who they are and how and what process they go through to go from stranger to a lead to a customer. And there's three key areas that you need to keep in mind. So the first one is awareness. And this is where your prospect is um, experiencing a problem and has identified an opportunity that they want to pursue. So they're aware that they have that problem and they're looking for those solutions. Um, And then the second stage is uh, consideration. And this is where they've firmly defined and have actually given a name to their problem or how they want to pursue that opportunity. So they're moving through that process. And then the last stage is the decision stage where they've decided on that specific solution, strategy or approach that they're going to take to solve that problem or enter into that opportunity and um so once you have that understanding of what the customer journey is and how they move from each from stage to stage um you're going to it's going to become a lot easier for you to communicate with them through email and when you're creating your content for your emails you want to make sure that you're aware of the context in which they're going to receive that content so, in other words, each piece of your content uh, needs to be built with that customer journey in mind, um, so that it can be sent at the appropriate stage of the journeys. And, and what I mean by that is, you don't want to send somebody a discount coupon to buy when they're just in the awareness stage, because that will really be putting them off, and it may make them unsubscribe from your from your list. So, the the last the last thing that you want to look at. Um, when it comes to your email system is um, the contact list. And what I mean by that is uh, your contact list has to be more than just their email address and their first name. It's really critical that you have as much information about them as possible so that you can specifically identify where they are on their customer journey, how they found you, um, what emails they've reacted that you've sent, that they've reacted to, and that sort of stuff. And um, your contact information is really golden, and it's the key to all your sales and marketing strategies. And so you need to make sure that it's cleaned up on a regular basis. And um, there's a couple, and and as you go through this whole process, once you get all of that together, there's a couple of things that you want to keep in mind as you're actually putting together your emails. Um, The first is that you want to make sure that you're building with a mobile first mentality um, because most email messages are actually read on a mobile device. So you just want to make sure that they look good on a smartphone or a tablet or whatever other device that um, your audience may be using. You also want to make sure that you're segmenting your list um, because not everyone, as, as I said, not everyone is at the, uh, the same point on their customer journey. So you want to make sure that you're sending the right message to the right person at the right time. And that typically just uh, involves adding a tag to each of your contacts, uh, contacts so that it will allow you to spe- send them the specific messages that they need to or put them into the right Um, autoresponder list so that they start getting that series of email messages. And the third thing that you really want to do is you really want to make sure that you personalize your emails as much as possible. We get so many emails every day um, that we all know when it's a mass uh, email uh, campaign and we tend to ignore those. But if you can personalize it, and not in a creepy way, because I've gotten those emails before where it's, it, it's kind of like, uh, how do you know all this information about me? Um, but if you can personalize it, do so. So uh, uh, using someone's name goes a long way to creating that strong relationship. And there's one thing that I wanted to mention here about email marketing that may or may not apply to you, but it's a a really big thing right now in the email marketing world, and that's um, the GPDR, which is uh, a a new rule that is coming down for uh, Europe where you actually have to be able to prove how somebody got on your email list and give them the opportunity to unsubscribe and uh, know exactly um, what their subscription is going to be. Um, So you really need to be careful about this because um, you can no longer just add somebody to your email list if, if they give you your business, their business card. And that's, you know, when you go to a, a networking event, that's the first thing that you get are all those emails of, from people who have uh, picked up your business card and said, hey, I met you at the event, and you know very well that you never talked to them. You can't do that anymore with uh, anybody who is on your email list from uh, Europe, So you need to make sure that you're up on those rules and just make some uh, very simple adjustments to your email contact list and how how they're getting onto that email list. So once you have your, you understand who your ideal customer is, you've identified your keyword phrases for your search engine optimization and you've set up your website, and your email marketing systems, the last part of this foundation that we're laying um, is that you need to build uh, your social media profiles. And this is really a critical component to your success. So uh, let's get started and make sure that you're setting up those profiles correctly. So the first thing that you want to do is to identify which social media platforms are going to be your go-to places to interact with your audience. And if you recall in our discussion of how to, how to get to know your customer, um, we, we talked about the fact that you need to figure out where they're hanging out. So you want to make sure that you're setting up shop exactly where they're hanging out. So if your audience is on Facebook, then you need to be on Facebook. If it's in LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, you need to be right there with them. And if you're just starting out with social media or you haven't really interacted um, a lot, don't make the mistake that a lot of small businesses make, which is trying to be everywhere at the same time. Your goal is with social media is to build your audience and truly take the time to interact with them where they are. So if you're on 10, 15, or more social platforms, you really can't spend that quality time with them because you're gonna be jumping from one social platform to the other. So my suggestion is to choose between one and three platforms to start and choose those where you see your audience most and just start interacting with them there. Um, and as I said, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter or any of the other uh, 550 plus uh, social media sites out there, just choose the one or two sites that you see the most interaction and just get on, on the bandwagon there and start, start interacting with your audience. And once you've chosen those platforms, you need to start setting up your profile in detail. And the more detail that you can provide, the better. So that includes links to your website, um, how they can contact you through email, your phone number, um, links to your other social platforms, uh, the description of your business and what you provide, and any other information that they actually ask you. Um, And in some cases, on some of these social, um, social networks, you're going to have to set up a personal profile And on some, you can actually set up a business page um, as your uh, main profile page. But there are some that you need to have a personal profile and then set up a business page from that. And uh, that's one of the things that Facebook makes you do. You have to link a business page to your personal profile. Um, and, uh, And I highly suggest that you do that. Don't take the easy way out and say, well, I'll just do it off of my personal page. There's a couple of different reasons why you don't want to do that. Number one, your personal page has your friends and your family on it, so they may not want to see all that business uh, postings that you'll do. And number two, uh, Facebook will ding you, uh, and you could go to Facebook jail if all you're doing on your personal page is posting about your business. So it's okay if you have a business page and you share it with your personal page, just don't post everything on your personal page. Uh, and, and the other thing that you need to do when you're setting up your profiles is you need to make sure that you have the images right. So you need to have your cover image and your profile uh, picture set up. Um, nobody likes to or will interact with Uh, uh, a silhouette or an egg if you're on uh, Twitter. You want to make sure that people can identify who you are because that's one of the ways that they can get to know, like, and trust you. And if you're not a graphic designer or you have trouble setting up graphics, I highly suggest that you use a service like canva.com, which is free because they have all the templates there. You can choose one of their templates and, and just customize it for yourself and they have them for the cover images and they have them for the profile pictures and it's just very, very easy to use a a service like that. So now once you've set up your social profiles, you'll really need to start letting your customers know how to find you on social media. Um, And the best way to do that is to initially just send out an email and add them to your website and also add them to your signature line so that they can see it every time that you send out an email message. Um, and also on some of these platforms like Facebook in particular, um, you can invite friends uh, and family to uh, like and follow your page. So that's another way to start getting eyes on your business page. Um, and uh, I just want you to remember that uh, that when we were talking about um, social media at the beginning of this of this uh, episode, we talked about that wheel. Um, so we've set up the hub, which is your website, and we've started to set up some of those spokes, but now it's time to connect that hub to all the social media profiles. And the reason why you wanna do this is because every time you publish a blog, you can automatically post it to your social sites without having to go about doing it individually, which will save you an awful lot of time. So what I suggest is that you get a plugin, if you're using WordPress, get a plugin called the Social Networks Auto Poster um, to get it all started. And it'll take a little bit of time to set it up because you're, you're, you're making sure that the connections are, are right between your uh, website and the social network. Um, But it will actually automatically publish um, them to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or whatever site you have. There's a free version um, that you can get. Or if you go to nextscripts.com, there's a pro version that's about $50 a year. And it will allow you to post to a lot more sites. And uh, just personally, I think it's well worth it. And with that, it's time for our last break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at some more strategies that will help you master your social media marketing. So stay tuned.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers, where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com.
1: Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to The Tech Cat Show, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel.
0: The business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank.
1: Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So today we're looking at how you can be successful with social media marketing in 10 easy steps. And we've gone through quite a bit of, uh, we've covered quite a bit of ground so far. And now what I, what I want to do is uh, now that we've really built that, that foundation for your social media strategy, it's really time to start talking about content. And specifically, we're going to talk about your content marketing strategy. And, uh, this is really important because everyone has a different way of learning and processing information. And the best content marketing strategy is to meet people where they are and provide them with multiple avenues for learning more about you and how you can help them. So, um, a content strategy uh, concerns itself with your vision, the ins and outs of why and how your content will be created, um, managed, and eventually archived and updated. And it looks at all the content your customers will ever encounter from you. Um, and and the thing about a content marketing strategy is it'll actually simplify your business because it, it will show you how to improve your business because Every time you look at your marketing strategy, you're going to review your goals and you're gonna know how your, how your audience is interacting with you and what they're interested in. So it's really an outline that explains the reasons why you're producing your content. And you decide what you're producing that content for. And you also choose the format that you're going to use, which goes back to how how everybody learns differently. So it could be a blog, it could be a video, it could be social media posts, it could be a podcast, it could be a webinar, it could be anything. And then you need to figure out how you're going to create all of it and promote it and decide how you're gonna measure those efforts. So your content marketing strategy should include some of of these components. Um, Your reasons for creating that content and the risks involved and what your vision of success will look like, the goals you hope to achieve, um, how you understand your audience and who your ideal customer is, and we've already talked about that, and uh, another thing that you really need to understand is what's your bar- brand story, what differentiates you from the competition and what makes you unique. And then you already have put together the platform, so you need to figure out how you're going to disseminate that that information to those platforms. And then you're you're ultimately going to have to measure, uh, figure out how you're going to measure the effectiveness of your strategy whether it's traffic volume, uh, engagement, uh, whether or not your goals are achieved, and uh, anything else that you can think of. So once you've put together that uh, simple content marketing strategy, um, it's time to put it into action and the best way to do that is to map out your content for a year. If you don't want to do it for a year and that seems overwhelming, you can do it in uh, quarterly uh, segments or six-month segments or month segments. Um, And you can do it on a spreadsheet or you can do it in a Word document, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. And you want to make sure that you're keeping your goals and your audience in mind. So you need to determine the following when you're putting your content calendar together. How often you're going to produce content, what form it's going to take, um, how you're going to distribute it, and is it evergreen content? Which means is it something that can you can post over and over and over again? And how will you post that more than once? So um, when, when you're thinking about a consistent schedule, Uh, A lot of times what I try to encourage my clients to do is post at least once a week on their blog and then two or three times a week on their social media sites. And what that does is it creates fresh relevant content that the search engines love and it also creates enough. Um, interaction with your community that they will see you as being active on social media. And that's really what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're interacting with everybody on a consistent basis and you're posting on a consistent basis. And if you can't post that often, just come up with a a plan that you can stick to on, on a regular basis and just stick to that and post when you need to. Um, so, so once you have that consistent basis put together, um, you want to look at things like, are you going to have a monthly theme? Are you going to have a weekly theme? Then you need to look at things like, uh, what is the headline for every post and, uh, what pain point or need is it going to address? And above all, every piece of your content should have some sort of call to action. And once you have that content uh, calendar put together, then it's all about creating that content to fill those, those uh, spots that you've already created. So uh, you want to make sure that your content is a mix of original content, curated content, and promotional content. And when I say original content, it's stuff that you've actually produced yourself. Um, curated content is when you take an article that somebody else wrote and you post it on social media or you take it and you post it um, and give your two cents worth to that content Um, and that's really a great way to uh, get some more information to your audience and get them to know like and trust you as well and then the third is your own promotional content so do you have any upcoming um, discounts or promotions or spotlights on your products or services, that sort of stuff. So what I would suggest that you do is you follow the 30-60-10 rule where um, 30% of your content is original content, 60% is curated, and 10% is uh, promotional. And what that means is that for every 10 items that you post, three should be your own material, six should be something that you curated, and one should be um, something that's promoting your business. So it can be in the form of a video, it could be articles, ebooks, it could be your social media posts, it could be infographics, podcasts, um, text messaging, it could be whatever um, way that your audience uh, prefers to be communicated with. And you just, as I said, everybody learns differently. So make sure that you're varying the ways that you're communicating with your audience. Um, and I, I want to remind you that social media is more than just posting online. So it's building that community. So you need to make sure that you're interacting with your community as you go forward. So what that means is you want to make sure that you're active on your social media pages, you're answering their questions, uh, you're responding to comments, and you're posting uh, interesting information so that they'll interact with you. And it also means finding other sites and pages and profiles where your audience is hanging out so that they see that you're active not only on your own sites, but also on other people's sites. And that's a great way for them to also get to know, like, and trust you. And with that, we've made it. I hope that uh, I've shown you how you can be successful at social media marketing with a proper foundation and a little strategy. And again, I want to thank you all for um, tuning in and sharing the one-year anniversary episode of uh, Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with me. Um, I'd love to follow your marketing journey, so connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And if you have any questions about what we covered or if you have a question that I didn't answer, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411 Solutions.com. I have some special announcements for upcoming programs, uh, and I'm going to share those with you on our Facebook uh, Live in our new Facebook marketing group, uh, which is Marketing That Won't Break the Bank podcast. Um, So please join us there in about 10, 15 minutes for for that information. Uh, Again, if you have any questions that I haven't answered, just send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. I thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Uh, Don't forget to join us in our Marketing That Won't Break the Bank Facebook group in about 10 minutes. And have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.